This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 126. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Well, last week I mentioned that I had some really great listener questions that had come in recently, and I was going to do a couple of podcast episodes centered on those. And then I think within a day or two of me recording that podcast saying that, I got a really good one from... Peter. It was so good, and it was on a topic that I had been thinking about, but it really articulated exactly the problem that I wanted to talk about and give my suggestion for solution to. So let's talk about how to beat poachers, because I know we all face them when we play doubles. Here is what Peter's email said. Kim, After my doubles match last weekend, I struggled mightily returning the ball against a poach-happy opponent. This player camped out right at the net and roamed on every point. He didn't have great mobility, strong volleys, or a strong overhead, but I was psyched out and made a bunch of errors. I'd like to know how a returner can handle this kind of annoying but effective psych-out technique. Any chance you could choose this as a podcast topic? Cheers, Peter. Well, great podcast topic, and I did choose it because I have some thoughts on this. As Peter points out in his email, he was playing against a poach-happy opponent who really didn't have a lot of great skills otherwise. As he himself says, Peter says, This opponent didn't have great mobility, strong volleys, or a strong overhead. But the guy was camped out right at the net, and it not only was being effective as far as him having opportunities to put the ball away, it was getting in Peter's head. It is a great psych-out technique when someone is camped right up there on the net. They don't have to be a great player. So let's talk about what you can do when you face this, when you come against someone who is just roaming at the net and it's really bothering you, it's getting in your head. How can you deal with that and hopefully neutralize that player and maybe hopefully beat that player? I am going to give you six tips for dealing with that player. And when I tell them to you, They are regular, straight-up tennis tips. They're the kinds of things you already know in your head. You just need to feel confident about using them and putting them into action against this player. So first of all, let's go through what these six tips are for beating poach-happy opponents, as Peter called them. Number one, when dealing with this kind of player lob the return. Lob the return over the net player. Doing this keeps the ball away from that poacher and 
eventually it should force them to back off the net a little bit. If they don't back off the net, great. Then you just keep doing it. Now you've neutralized them because you're lobbing over their head. You're not giving them that chance to poach up at the net. You're putting the burden on their partner to run every one of those lobs down. And not only can this result in you taking away the poach from that team, it can start to get irritating between the two of them. The partner who is back, who's having to run down all those lobs, can get a little bit upset with his partner who now is not poaching, but is just sort of standing up at the net doing nothing to help. So the lob return is a great way to deal with this poach-happy opponent up at the net. I did an episode on lob returns, and it had some good tips for how to do a good lob return. And I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode. That one was called Use This Retro Tennis Shot, The Lob Return. It's over at Tennis Quick Tips episode 54. Okay, so that's your first tip, to lob the return over the net player. Number two, aim the return down the line and or at the net player. This is the classic response to someone who's poaching a lot. You aim your return down the line or right at the net player. And we've talked about doing that before in a very recent episode. That was episode 120 called How to Handle the Return Aimed at the Net Player. I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode so that you can review that if you want because I spent a little bit of time talking about using that as a tactic and what I thought about it. I do believe that that can be a properly applied tactic that you can use aiming at the net player if you do it correctly. And the bottom line is if you're trying to get someone off the net, you've got to quit hitting that cross-court return and try the down the line or at the net player return. Now, I'm going to throw in here, some of you are not going to want to do that one. You don't feel confident about your down the line return. You're worried that your partner is going to be upset with you if you miss it. You need to do it anyways. When you miss the down the line return, sure, it doesn't feel good, but it puts it in your opponent's head that you're going to be trying that shot. And it can make that poaching net player hesitate a little bit. Maybe the return's going to go down the line. And if you get a couple of those in, they may back off their poaching because, again, their partner might be upset with them, telling them, you know, you have to get those down the line returns. I can't get over there and get those. And that's what you want. Even when you're not successful with it, it starts to get in their head that that's a shot you're going to be trying. So number two tip, aim your return down the line or at the net player. Number three, if someone is poaching all over you and you cannot get your return past them, Have your partner drop back to the baseline with you. I don't like to do this, but you know what? Sometimes it is the right thing to do, and you need to accept that and 
with both of you playing from the baseline, now they not only have to poach, they have to kind of poach and hit a good shot because if all they're doing is poaching and just bumping the ball back over the net, you're going to get up and get those. You're going to have your opportunity on those weaker poaches to take over the net again. It forces that poaching net player to not just get to the ball, but to actually do something with it. So having your partner drop back to the baseline with you, playing it a little bit defensively when you're first hitting your return can force that poacher to have to do more with the ball and give you a chance, if they can't do something with the ball, to get up to the net again. Number four, focus on your target and stick with it. One of the ways that these poaching opponents get to us is they confuse us. We think they're going to move, and so at the last second, we change our return. We were going to hit a just a straight-up cross-court return, but now we're worried about the poach, and so maybe we change it at the last second to hit the lob return or to hit the down-the-line return or to hit a different kind of cross-court return. All of these things can throw you off and cause you to hit a bad shot. So what you need to do is each time you're returning with that person playing at the net, being the poacher, you need to pick your target and stick with it and try to hit the best return you can. If they get it, if they poach it, okay, you learned your lesson and you're going to try something different the next time, but Pick what you're going to do and stick with it. Do not change your mind about the shot you're going to hit at the last second in the middle of the stroke. That's what they want you to do. Number five, play defensively and lob them to death. This sort of is like the lob return, but now what I'm saying is you just keep lobbing them. Some people, and I know this is true because I'm one of these people, like to play up at the net, do not want to move off the net no matter what. And if you lob these people enough, they will either stay up at the net, therefore neutralizing themselves as an effective part of their team, or they'll back off to try to help their partner out and participate. And that's what you want. People who are good up at the net don't like to play lobbers. If you can become... That team that just keeps lobbing, keeps moonballing, keeps getting the ball back and letting your opponents make the mistake, you can neutralize these poaching players. Number six, switch sides with your partner after the first set. If you really can't deal with this poaching opponent, switch sides. Sometimes what you're doing on one side it, it ends up being a very poachable ball that you hit. And then when you switch to the other side, that doesn't happen. Sometimes something that you're doing that is resulting in the, your opponents getting a lot of poaches, your partner isn't doing that thing. Something can change just a little bit. So if you switch sides with your partner, it may be enough to throw that poacher off. And now it's not quite as easy for them to do what they've been doing up to that point. 
So those are my six tips for dealing with poachers and hopefully neutralizing them and ultimately beating them. Real quick to review, they are number one, lob the return over the net player. Number two, aim your return down the line or at the net player. Number three, have your partner drop back to the baseline with you. Number four, focus on your target and stick with it. Number five, play defensively and lob them to death. And number six, switch sides of return with your partner. Now, when I emailed Peter and told him I was going to do this podcast episode on his topic, he responded with this. He said, that's great to hear you're doing a podcast on the topic. I look forward to listening to it. And thanks for your tips in the reply too. One more thought on this I wanted to share. As I was planning my approach to returning the ball against this guy, I was wondering if I should ignore what the guy was doing when I was returning and just go with the percentages. That is, if he was poaching to the server side 60% of the time, and I think it might have actually been that high, then I should just go down the line 60% of the time. Going down the line isn't actually risky if the net player more likely than not won't be there but I was having a hard time getting that through my head during the game. And I really wanted to be sure and include this response of Peter's because even he sees it. His opponent was poaching on a certain side quite frequently and trying the down the line return obviously crossed Peter's mind and he definitely should have done that because the poacher was having more success poaching to one side than the other. And so the way to shake him up was changing the return, doing something different. The down the line return would have been a great one to try. And I think the lob return also would have been a great one to try. And there's one final thing I want to say on this topic. And that is when you hear this, when you hear a player saying, oh my gosh, I just played someone, they were all over the net, poaching like crazy. They weren't even that great of a tennis player, but they were really doing a good job of poaching, and it got in my head and it got to me. That's the kind of player you want to be when you play doubles, in my opinion. And it just shows you going for those poaches, being strong up there at the net, even if you aren't hitting incredible winners when you're poaching, it can be so effective. It does psych people out. You do end up having a lot of easy balls to put away because you're right there. So I strongly encourage you to not just learn how to beat poachers from what you're hearing in this episode, but learn how to become a poacher. Feel more confident in what you're able to do when you're up there at the net because as Peter pointed out, This guy didn't have great mobility. He wasn't hitting great volleys or strong overheads, and yet he was still able to effectively psych someone out, someone like Peter, who's clearly a good enough player that he knows about playing high-percentage tennis. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Tennis Quick Tips. I hope those six tips on how to beat poachers will help you Deal with those people, and I hope even more it'll make you feel like that's who you want to be. You want to be that poacher up there that people are getting psyched out by. I will have the resources that I mentioned in this episode in the show notes for this episode, 
which you can find over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips126. And I want to let you know here in the United States, it is spring, uh, almost spring, I guess, and the weather is getting better. And if you are ready to get outside to work on your tennis endurance and your physical fitness, then I know you're going to be interested in my tennis mini course called Simple Endurance Training for Tennis. This course uses a combination of high-intensity interval training and a run-walk protocol. It lasts for six weeks, and it will help you quickly and easily increase your endurance for match play and help you to get fit both on and off the court. You can go to tennisfixation.com endurance to get all the details and to sign up for the course. So visit that. It's got a big information page. It'll tell you exactly what the course involves, who it's for, who it's not for, and you will find a button right there giving you the price information and how to buy it. I hope you'll let me know your tennis questions, your suggestions about what you'd like to hear. Obviously, I want to thank Peter for sending in a great topic, but I know a lot of you guys have good topics too. Be sure and let me know by leaving me a comment. And you can do that by visiting the show notes for this episode. And there's a comment box down at the bottom of the page where you can let me know your suggestions, questions, anything you think would be good to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. Those show notes again over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips126. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And as always, happy tennis. Happy tennis.